0: Jesus told them, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. Are you ready to follow Jesus? Have you guys ever seen the movie Sea Biscuit? Let's talk about the elephant, or I guess I should say, Horse in the Room. This is not the most intimidating name. Especially when you hear the name of his top competitor, War Admiral. Now let's think about this for a minute. If we're going to a horse race and we're going off names, which is probably what I would do since I know nothing about horse racing, we got a floating, probably soggy biscuit bobbing around in the sea that is, until a seagull comes and eats it and, well, a war admiral. And I think that name speaks for itself and is already amazing. So we're standing there getting ready to place our bets. I'm going War Admiral 100% of the time. But in this movie, you get to hear the thundering sounds of these horses racing around the track. It gives you a little insight just to how powerful those animals are. According to David, some put their trust in horses. Are you one of them? Hey everyone, welcome to The Diligent Disciple, a podcast dedicated to helping you grow closer to God by reading scripture and bringing you short devotionals. We pray this podcast blesses, strengthens, and transforms you as you listen. Today we're going to look at Psalm 20, verse 7. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. See, in David's day, chariots and horses provided advantages on the battlefield. I think we can certainly have the same mindset today thinking about the different weapons, fighter jets, submarines, aircraft carriers, missiles, and the well-trained military that our nation has. But above all these, what our nation needs most is God's favor. Psalm 33:12 says, "Blessed is the nation whose God is Lord. And I think about when Moses was leading the Israelites out of Egypt, Pharaoh sent his army on chariots with horses to chase down the Israelites only to be swallowed up by God moving the red sea. We like the assurance of victory, don't we? In life we can begin to put all our trust in the horses and chariots. The horses and chariots provide strength, confidence, advantage, especially on the battlefield. But take heart, as much strength confidence and advantage that these things may seem to bring, let's always choose to put our trust in the Lord. Listen to this amazing passage from 2 Chronicles 20. Lord, the God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you. Our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before the people of Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham your friend? They have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If calamity comes upon us, whether sword of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. But now here are men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir whose territory would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession you gave us as an inheritance? Our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And all the men of Judah with their wives and children and little ones stood before the Lord. He said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz and you will find them at the end of the gorge of the desert of Jerel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your possessions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down and worshipped before the Lord. Then some of the Levites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a loud voice. And as they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me. Judah and people of Jerusalem, have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord. For his love endures forever. And as they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah. And they were defeated. And the Ammonites and the Moabites rose up against men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. And when the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies laying on the ground. No one had escaped. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder, and they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing and also articles of value, more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. And on the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Barakah, where they praised the Lord. Then, led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem, for the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies." They entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with harps and lyres and trumpets. The fear of God came on all surrounding kingdoms when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the kingdom of Josaphat was at peace, for his God had given him rest on every side. I think we have a tendency to think the battle's ours. And that's why some people put their hope in horses and chariots rather than God. Self-reliance, self-abilities, their own strength. Victory comes through God. Victory comes through Jesus. Listen, we could have never fulfilled God's perfect law. He had to send his son to come and live the perfect life that we couldn't live. And Jesus drank the full cup of God's wrath so that we may drink from his full cup of grace and love. Christian, that is victory. Whatever is going on in your life right now, Whatever battles you're facing, take heart. Because if God is for you, who can be against you? Who can be against you? Don't trust in the chariots. Don't trust in the horses. Trust in God because He's trustworthy. We can lean on Him. We can trust in the Lord with all our heart and not lean on our own understanding because our own understanding always pushes us toward the horses and the chariots. Thank you for listening to the diligent disciple, please subscribe, follow rate and comment on this podcast so that it can reach more and more people. You can also send us prayer requests at the diligent disciple at gmail.com. Until next time, let's grow in the knowledge and grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.